0: Welcome to the Sherlock's Weekly Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Charlotte Collins, Astrid Carter and Tor Cardona. So first of all, well, we've had a bit of a drama here this morning, haven't we? We've had a guy basically scale our roof, terrify everybody in the office, and then very sadly, fall or jump on the second floor. And you're I mean, very dramatic. He's alive, but everyone's feeling a bit shell-shocked. So we're going to talk about nice things to take our mind off it, like holidays. So Tori, you've just been on a lovely long holiday. Yes. You're looking very well.
1: Thanks. No, it was so nice. It was over two weeks, which was really lovely. Um, but I feel like my tan just fades so quickly. I've only been back like a few days, but... Um, I know, it makes you yeah, think, well, I do even bother. I know, I do think that. But it is worth it, because everything is better with the tan. As the so.
0: beauty the other side, did you lie in the sun? I did,
2: absolutely. <laughs> did you put your face in the sun? Do
1: you what with Factor 50 and a hat? Like, oh, okay.
2: Well, yeah, okay. so not really <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a hat and a yeah, really baseball a hat. But yeah, <laughs> I, I do wear Factor 50. Do you <laughs> yeah. wear your face with a Yeah, a bit with a cloak
0: over my head. head. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no,
1: I do, I do. Where I were you on off. holiday? In the south of Spain. Um, my dad's from Gibraltar, so super south. And we've got um, a place just up the coast. Lovely. Um, which is really nice. Lovely. Really two really weeks. Nice. It's such yeah, a yeah, isn't
0: weeks. it? Two weeks feels like a real luxury, I think. you Really switch off, I think. Um, and what else has anyone been up to, Charlotte? how is your hen? Hen was really fun. So
3: I was on a hen this weekend that I've been organising for what it feels like forever. Like, did I, you know, organise it? Yeah, you? I organised it with two other friends. And like, one of the things she asked for was no stripper. She was like, absolutely no stripper. I'm not sure why she's not approved. So what we did instead, we also have a kind of a bit of a private joke about dominatrix with her. So we got a dominatrix in for to do a session on this hen. Not to oh do a, God. not to do an actual dominatrix session, I hasten to add. But you know, to teach us the ways. First of all, it's really hard to find a dominatrix if anyone wants her card I'll give it to you because honestly <laughs> no, googling, we're doing like, so. googling dominatrix London for a hen doesn't you get any she's a one dominatrix
0: one. teacher so,
3: prof- no she's a professional dominatrix that no. is like her oh career oh my god this is she, fascinating yeah you will love this Can She, it, her, she <laughs> has a she has it oh my god 100% interviewing her like she's fascinating so she has a PhD in like fetish studies or something Like she's where
0: do you study for a PhD no, no idea PhD? but she is, she's so
3: bright <laughs> <laughs> she's like super bright super switched on like you wouldn't know I mean she looks a little bit kooky I suppose but like you would have no idea if she's really like on the ball. She hates it she is grey, so I didn't wish to kind of compare it to that. But you know, that's kind of most of our understanding, sort of, of what like a, you know how it works with like a submissive and a dominant. So she has some people who have been her submissives for like twelve years. She goes on holiday with them, like they are so, regular. So she's clients. paid
0: by people yes. to be the
3: dominatrix. Do, to be a dominatrix and to yeah to be to make them subservient to her. She doesn't sell any of herself for sex. So she doesn't. I mean, she literally the first thing she sat down, she was like, I don't do blowjobs. I don't have sex. And no penetration. Like she's quite. Like, do well, so you reckon she don't really do, this. Really yeah, nice really do this? I really do. I genuinely, move. I really believe her. I bet if the price is right. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. And then she sat each person in like a hot seat. Everybody was, each person was blindfolded like one at a time. And she had enough equipment that each person could like hold something blindfolded and have to guess what it was. I mean, this stuff is things that, like, I suppose if you have no understanding of that world, you couldn't even begin to get there in your imagination if you tried. Like, I was telling these guys yesterday, one thing that it looked like a long belt, like a studded belt, and it's to strap a shoe into somebody's mouth if they have a foot fetish. Like stuff like that That you would just never Your brain wouldn't go there Charlotte mentioned That there's this guy Who comes
1: to her And sits under her desk For six hours <laughs> And she just gets on Her stuff <laughs> So, <laughs> so he, he, when he's, he's gonna be with her feet oh
3: Yeah God, Literally stop. I swear
1: But then I don't understand Like then they must What then he just goes away <laughs> And then he <laughs> just goes <laughs> away and Yeah, he, that, he exactly. having a rank the desk well, well, he he must there, be, there, So, must so yeah she
3: says That they kind of Hit gratification Like you know If that's kind of six How six it goes hours. Yeah, yeah but that's just He's taking some But like honestly Some of this equipment Was so graphic Like ball clamps And skin staplers and all of these things that are just like what's a skin stapler it's literally okay you know at school those those staplers that like go into the wall
0: a staple gun It's called. yeah no but the the ones that go
3: into the wall as opposed to like together a hardcore staple gun it's a staple gun is it no it's different whatever it's one sided as opposed to it's a staple gun I'm sure okay so it's a staple gun (laughs) (laughs) it's literally it's like a medical staple gun so like what people have for their stitches that's not okay I know it's not okay they staple
0: that into their body I
3: actually had
2: staples when I had my back operation and no one would ever want to have that back But these people
3: do. do. Oh my god, that (laughs) is nice.
0: Fascinating. So, was it a success?
3: yeah I mean it was amazing everybody loved it I think nobody had been we had been warned before that she was quite like everybody had to be kind of game and everybody was it became just the Q&A session essentially everybody was just fascinated yeah, by yeah I saw lifestyle. the bloody masterclass yeah like, I literally saw here, we grilled everything. her completely grilled her and, and she's up for being grilled
0: totally right interview was for science, definitely here we go brilliant Ashley what about you well you not not so. <laughs> much,
2: much more tame than that I can tell you um, I wasn't very well so I just had a Netflix binge but um, I don't know if anyone's seen the new Netflix original series called friends from college so someone texted me this morning no and like you need too. to watch
3: this new show and I was like no way
2: somebody said that at work it's so good so basically it's um, from the director of um, getting to the Greek against Sarah Marshall and basically it's about six friends they're kind of approaching their 40s approaching that era, um, era of their lives and um, we're all friends from Harvard and some of them are like finding success some have found success some are losing success some are having babies. Some are trying to have babies. It's all those kind of like day-to-day things that people of that um, age would come across. Um, but it's just really amazingly written. And Is it a comedy? Comedy, but goes into like really like nitty-gritty it's everyday friends. stuff. Isn't nothing like Friends. I mean, modern, it's a it's modern version, like friends friends. In, yeah, a modern version, grown-up so version, yeah, it um, it and the fact that all the characters are like so clearly defined and written so well. But yeah, you—you've got anyone to watch? anyone that we know. You'll recognise some of the people. Like I recognised a few of the actresses, but no one massive. Will you write a review um, for the site? Yeah, I was going to say we should definitely write a piece on it. And I love that. that sounds mm, great. The Guardian actually wrote a really cool piece on it called um, "Why Gen- Generation X Can't Grow Up." So.
0: Ah, I will. Yeah. Can we just talk about Game of Thrones for a minute? Because I have never watched Game of Thrones. Yeah. A friend of mine who I put in the same camp as me as not being a kind of Game of Thrones kind of person, about a year ago suddenly went underground because she discovered <laughs> Game of Thrones. And now it's back. And everyone is like, do I watch Love Island? or I watch Game of Thrones? I'm like, but surely if you watch Game of Thrones, you're a sci-fi Lord of the Rings you know, That's what trekking, Star Wars yeah. kind of person, and so it's just never appealed to me. And I'm now feeling like I've really missed out on something. So I have never seen a Star Wars movie, never seen a Lord of the Rings
3: movie. Don't really know what Star Trek is, but I love Game of Thrones. It is so
0: good. Why do you love
3: Harry Potter? I do love Harry. That's true. Thanks for outing me. <laughs> I do love
0: Harry Potter. Yeah. So my but nanny, yeah. number one Harry Potter fan. Game of Thrones. I mean, she could barely sleep last night. But it's for,
3: it is for really different reasons. Because like they're not really comparable. So there's some like magical, mystical stuff in Game of but Thrones. Quite in the background. Different. But actually, what you should read if you want to know more about it is there was a whole big thing about it in the Sunday Times Culture Magazine last week, like exactly explaining exactly why historians still watch Game of Thrones and like how it can still be really interesting for them because it's not like a bad replica of what happened because of course it's like completely different. Like you know, there are dragons and mystical things, but well, it
0: you're is not a, selling it to
3: me with the dragon. But, but it's essentially yeah, switching off. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you. What, I'll
0: tell you <laughs> in, one, in one reason. In one <laughs> but Astrid, do you not think? <laughs> sorry, Sean, No, But do okay. you not think the fact that so many normal yeah. people like it? That's the thing. I've sort of dismissed missed it and be like, no, no, that's not for me.
2: I have watched it and I do
0: yeah. Uh, can I, can't ignore, I can't good. ignore that everyone's going
3: so nuts for this. I think the one reason reference. it's good is because, and, and this is why I like House of Cards as well, for two, completely different reasons. No character is safe, and it's really refreshing to watch a show where that's the case. Because in so much TV or you know or movies, you know that those those people aren't going to be killed off because they're the big budget actors yes, or they're my the big names. Like, <gasps> like it's Claire
0: Danes, she's not going. Right, anywhere. exactly. Yeah.
3: Whereas in Game of Thrones, that is absolutely not the case. They kill off the big names and like the big characters as well, and that's what and that's really okay. unusual. And I think
0: that's I why just why don't know if it's good. glamorous enough for me. I like it glamour- uh, or was, like a bit of grit, basically one or the other. It's so explicit and so. It's quite warty. It? Yeah, yeah it, it really is. Particularly the, 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 the early,
3: the
2: early. Let's not try to associate with any of the characters. You
0: know what Me I mean. Me too. Yeah. The
2: scene I watched. This was like back early um, days. Mm. Was a dwarf getting a blowjob Yeah, Blowdorps. that's what that's it gets so fun. I'm going to
0: save myself these sixty hours, and I'm going to give it a miss. Can we just talk about Love Island for a second? Can I ask Richard Do you have to start? Can I start watching this? you have to start from the beginning. Start the beginning, and then six series. Yeah. Give there are ten episodes. i was like, don't do it, Georgie. Don't do it. You haven't got time. Uh, but can we just talk about Love Island oh God, for love a second so <gasps> is it finished yet no, no but like, don't worry. <laughs> this time a week Astrid will all be over and you think we're depressed about someone jumping off the building <laughs> just <laughs> you wait until Love Island's over it's so really my, my theory now. that it's being extended is a little shite it's yeah, no it's over on my day I was happy that Mike and Tyler hit the road yeah time to go I'm
3: just really worried that Chris and Liv aren't going to work me in the real too. world me too I'm glad you share Mike and of they're not no 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 but you don't understand they so bad they love each other so much
1: and just only Jess and Dunn in front of her okay Get married, yeah. I mean, they can yeah. bore off
0: their sofa. Can I just tell you that my friend works for Monster and Olivia is a grid girl, mm. yes? And he, they're friends on Instagram okay. and she's one of their top two or something grid girls. Mm. And I was like, Tell me everything you know. Anyway, unfortunately, he couldn't tell me that much, other than she is paid to have a lot of photos taken with people in the VIP Good section. Read. Um, but that she did really, he said, the fact that he knows is she did like massively have her heart broken by this guy who completely fucked her over, yeah. Perhaps that explains her my irrational behavior. A everything bit. she does, he's like, she's been, she's been, he, he, but we because she's pretty don't mean actually she's a complete strong
3: queen they clearly just like so into each other I know so we really wish they could make it work he's so nice he's He's so so dreamy anyway
0: Mm. Let's talk about books. Tour. Did you read anything good on holiday? Yes, I did.
1: I think I was a bit late to the craze of this book, but like I know Charlotte, I knew you read it last year. Um, but it was *The Girls* by Emma Klein. So I have never got around to. Re- you say you're a
0: bit late, but actually, we don't all eat books for breakfast. And actually, a book might be really hot, but there's a new hot book every month. So so true. Your average person. Yeah. Well, I haven't read *Girls* yet, anyway. Um, *The Girls*.
1: *The Girls*. Yeah. So I just joined the book club actually, and this is the one we we're reading at the moment. I read it in two days. It is so good. Oh really? So, so it's not good. very long, and it's a real pageant. Um, no. Yeah, it's really easy to read. Um, it's based on the Charles Manson affair from like the like, late 60s. So it's like about a cult, and it is brilliant. Really? It's really. Good. It reminded me of the Virgin Suicide. I don't know if you've read yeah, I really I don't know. Like, it. that. Yeah. Like kind that kind of it. like quite yeah. slow but also like quite twisted kind of vibe. It's So good. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay I mean, it, it takes a while to get into it. I was like, oh my god, I can't read this. It's like it's all quite like sexual and a bit weird, but it's brilliant.
3: Really good. Oh, thanks.
0: Really That's really going to go on my list. Yeah. Actually, yeah, tell you too. what else is on my list is what is it called? Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine. Have you heard about this book? Hope well, you put it in her roundup idea. of new books to read it. I was drawn to that one as well. Yeah, new and actually yeah. we had a meeting with Harper Collins and the girl from HarperCollins came and she bought it and she was like, You've really got to read this. This mm-hmm. is the book that everyone's talking about. And it says she wears the same clothes to work every day, eats the same meal deal for lunch, buys the same two bottles of vodka. She's completely happy, nothing's missing, except sometimes everything. Duh, 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 duh. Anyway, apparently it's really good. So, so that's nice. That's nice. Right. Uh, what about you, Charlotte? So I'm
3: reading The Power by Naomi Alderman, and I mean it's been billed as a feminist novel. It's basically about three women, one man, but they're they're kind of young, like I 20s spread across the globe and one day all women in the world are suddenly gifted with a power to really, really hurt men physically so that it's essentially like a, a culture, gun, yeah, just like a staple gun to essentially kind of electrocute men through, through their hands like they can really, really do them serious damage so I think it's supposed to be or it's developing into an allegory of like what would happen if it were women who were in control and, you know, women who were, you know, had that physical ability to kind of suppress men a bit because it becomes this kind of, you know, it's, it's a kind of dystopic vibe where all the men suddenly are you know completely fearful of the women and, and women have got this kind of run of the earth. So
0: nice flip on the Hammond's Tale Well then. exactly, exactly. Oh. They're
3: calling it kind of yes, the, the modern progression from that. Exactly. It is the answer, yeah. exactly. Um and I'm yet to see kind of how it develops. I don't know if it will be kind of subverted and then it will actually end up being a bad thing for the women, even though they have the power. I don't know what the conclusion will be. Do but we want the power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's really interesting, kind of at mm. uh, the point at which I'm at to see, yeah, what's the way they've kind of chosen to portray that flip. I'm also reading um the Industry of Utmost Happiness which is the new novel from Arundhati Roy she wrote my favourite book of all time called God of Small Things if you haven't read it any of you, you I mean it is the most beautiful novel I've ever read um, and so this is she's Indian and she is a kind of really famous political commentator on like the kind of troubles in India that both of these novels that I'm talking about are fiction this has been a much awaited second novel from her okay. it's not as good so far um, I have to say it's it's, quite yeah it, yeah. I mean that's the thing I think she's become even more politicised since she wrote her first novel but it's, I mean it's, it's a really interesting story it's about a transgender oh it's actually about a hermaphrodite born on the streets of India in the 70s life story but it's been massively hyped because mm. it's a new release from a really kind of well-lauded author not convinced yet but I'll let you know
0: but there is something about novels set in India I don't know what it is that so I don't know. yeah it just sort of Such draws as, you in yeah. doesn't it, so, yeah. it just and just actually, to life so much yeah I yeah, do in your mind. I'm, then, I'm, um, actually, I'm actually reading as well The God of Small Things you, I mean I, yeah, I, I started it in university so is that one I, set in India as well yes Yeah, it that is
3: beautiful like I get goosebumps thinking about it it's the most beautiful novel Yeah. Seriously.
0: Talking of India, um, Joanna Lomley's got yeah. another series oh, yeah. about India. Um, has anyone seen it? I haven't like, yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yet. There's something about her that's so sort of I just, captivating. She her she voice, is, I think yeah. it is. She's, she's such a dinner party guest. If
2: you a dinner You kind of have.
0: want her to be your godmother, I think. Yes. She'd be amazing. So. So. Let's talk about friendship, because we wrote a piece on the site about friendships and what to deal when um, things start to turn sour with friends. And I think that the point I wanted to bring up was and it was something someone said to me years ago, was that when you get towards your 30s, I remember this girl saying to me, you have to cut the dead wood, because the friends that you make when you're at university, or in your early 20s, when you get to London, or whatever it is, um, are not necessarily people that you want to be friends with as you get older, because you change the most from the age of, kind of 20 to 30 than you do at any other time of your life. And so suddenly you're left with all these friends. Not that much time, so everyone's busy and people you don't have that much in common with. So I remember her saying, You've got to cut the dead wood. And I actually, it always like stuck with me. We had a friend, and I won't go into the details, but we had some friends, and actually we had a couple of dinners with them, and we we're just like, Do you know what? Just, we're just like, Really, we don't have a lot in common now. We went, and it was a Friday night, and at 10 o'clock, he was like, Yeah, I've got a swimming lesson. He turned down a second glass of wine. He was taking his child swimming at sort of 10 a.m. the next day, and we were like, No, I mean, <laughs> and then we had another dinner, and they came to us, and oh, it was, anyway, we were just like, No, enough's enough. Yeah. enough. And I, I think that's okay. It's isn't definitely it? okay. That
1: happens. I think sometimes you know you connect with a person for like for one reason, but sometimes too much water passes under the bridge, mm. and actually
0: you haven't got that much in common, mm. and your lives go in different directions. Yeah. And I remember a great friend of mine's mother, who very sadly is not around anymore. And I remember her saying to me, "Oh, how so and so." And we'd kind of seen them on holiday a few years in a row, and I'd always been with this person. She's like, "How so and so?" And I said I said, I was like, "Do you know it's really sad?" I was like, "I'm not really in touch with her anymore." That sounds awful, doesn't it? And I remember she said to me, "It's not awful at all. That's life. She's like people come in and out of your life." different points. She's like, you never know, your paths might cross again. And I always, I've always, always remembered her saying that. I think, I don't you know, I maybe I'm not
3: there yet, because I'm still in my mid-20s, but I am definitely more cutting the people. When I say, like, you know, who don't give me anything, I don't mean from in a one-sided way, but actually, you, you start to learn what you want out of a friend as well. Mm. So it doesn't have to just be, you know, the things that you've got in common. Actually, some people, you just realise, actually, I really don't like that about you. I don't like the way you behave in these circumstances, or the way you treat somebody else, or respond to something. And actually, all of the friends that I have kind of shared over the last few years have been for those reasons because I thought actually I only want really good quality people good quality people it's not so judgmental yeah. you know what I mean people who I get a positive vibe from in my life and I don't want people Absolutely. who are negative around me but that should 100% be the
0: case mm. like mm. if you don't get pleasure out of being with someone then yes. frankly exactly. mm. life's too short but like, life's like, too precious but also you know you can ha- it's difficult with some people it's not kind of black
3: and white because I've got a couple of friends who are such fun or you know so great for some reasons but you can't yeah and I think you have if...
0: different friends yeah. for different yeah. reasons exactly. don't you yes. some friends you're more you to go out with yes other friends you're more likely to just have a hot heart exactly. with and mm-hmm. I think that's okay yeah. as well yeah. but you have to get something out of it both sides my you? mum always says that friends should be like radiators not drains
1: mm. yeah. <laughs> like, that. That. Yeah. Yeah. you've yeah. got yeah. a friend yeah. that's always bringing you down Like yeah. you see them and actually don't think you had the best time yeah. and I was like well, don't
2: waste your time that's yeah. just too short yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. like we say we're always complaining about not having enough time to do stuff exactly so <laughs> don't waste it with people who but don't the, the other
0: thing I was talking to my brother about this is on Sunday actually I think the friends you make later in life you have more in common with because you sort of choose to be friends with them so like now if I meet a mom who I become friends with is because she's fun and she's got good chat and I like her company and you kind of you go out to make that friendship happen. My school friends on paper we have like so little in common as in I love them more than I love any of my friends because we've You've thrown together and you've got so much history. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think? Exactly. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. Yeah. And
3: also, and do you, do you find this as well? That the, my school friends and I drifted for quite a long time, and then actually, once you kind of settle down, you actually, I think they are now back once again. My like ride yeah. or die, it's like yeah. best, best, best friends. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so, so true. true. And
1: my uni friends will never be as, like, as close yeah. as yeah. my never. It's I, a good I, point actually, yeah. when
0: I because I quite want my girls to go to a co-ed school because I have this theory that we're less likely to become anorexic or I don't know. Just we used to sit there and count how many pieces of cheese we would in that week because we didn't have anything else to do whereas I have this belief that if you've got boys around boys don't want to hear that mm. crap they're not interested in bitching just get out and play sport mm. in the evening mm. or, I don't yeah. know. so I have this real mm. thing that I want my girls to go to a co-ed school but on the flip side that's such a good point that the friendships you make mm. are just so special yeah. Yeah. like I look at my friends from London and like some of them don't even have
2: childhood friends anymore and it makes me so yeah, sad because mm-hmm. my um, school friends
0: are my best friends yeah. and I know they will be for life yeah. yeah but I think it's the same for boys actually I think the ones that went to all boys schools like yeah. my brothers they're still yeah my, my, dad, my, dad's, my dad's career is the same since he was seven yeah. literally
3: really? yeah we yeah. 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 went to school together yeah. went on to
0: uni yeah let's talk about saving money oh
3: gosh <laughs> <That was> depressing
0: <laughs> oh. because I, well I want to talk about this yeah. I want to bring this up because you know as much as one thinks a pay rise is going to make a difference and you know if I just earn that much more my life's going to change and I'll have all my Money to play with, etc. Ultimately, however much do you earn. It's not enough, isn't it? It's that whole kind of Buddhism thing. We're never happy because we're always wanting, and you get what you want, and then you want the next thing, you want the next thing. Yeah, so, so ultimately, irrespective of what you earn, it's not enough. Everyone has to budget, whether they earn 20 grand a year or 100 grand a year. And so, this was a piece about some easy ways to budget. How do you all budget? I mean, I'm married to an accountant who is a serious budgeter. Mm-hmm. When he, get my mum always said, it's because my accountant darling they won't come home and tell you that they've lost everything. <laughs> <That's true>. Okay, <laughs> Um But he used to go to the cash point, take out £100 a week or whatever it was, and that had to last him yeah, I, and do I do that? That's, that's so awesome. much. Let's yeah. yeah. go. It's it? my, I, I did that at uni. Did yeah, you? Because yeah. yeah. when, when you're know you uni, literally,
1: are yeah. like, yeah. on the breadline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also yeah. Like A twenty-pound note would like be like
0: a night out. Yeah, you're fine. So, how do you all budget? Do you have any tricks or tips that you would pass on?
3: Well, I always run out of money, but what I do do, that big tip that people always say, I save at the beginning of the month, so that as soon as I get paid, money goes into savings. Not, like, big life savings. Like, I save at the beginning of the month to make sure that I always have something banked. You know they say that you should always have, like, X amount of times your salary in the account, so I never, ever go, like, under my monthly
0: yes, salary in my savings. they say, I think, think Merrin Somerset Webb said you need, is it three months worth of salary? Or, something something like or that. six, it was one or the other. She's like, you should all... Yeah. Have that somewhere just exactly. in case the worst happens. So yeah, I'm not quite that good, oh, sh- but yeah, well, I may, I have a limit. That.
2: So I have a
3: line, and it like absolutely categorically doesn't go below that line. So I use that fund for like holidays or whatever, and it goes in at the very beginning of the month, and that yeah. way, even if I dip into it towards the end of the month, there's a line that it just kind of a threshold. Yeah, that's my rule.
0: Yeah, good rule, I think. Do you have any rules? No, they're <laughs> <Okay>. going. <laughs> uh, no. The only, the
1: only thing I'm I would say I'm anal about is food shopping. Like I, I'm so strict with what I buy and how I buy it. Yeah. And, like, and this that point there, I know it makes me sound like such a loser, but I think that you can save so... You can waste Honey, I, mean, I think that's a really So important. much money. I remember so when enjoying. we lived
0: in Fulham and we lived near um, a Sainsbury's local, like, we used to come out the tube and there it was. It's dangerous. And you, you go into Sainsbury's yeah. and you've just spent 15 quid yeah. on... You went in for two things and you spent 15 yeah. quid. Mm-hmm. And actually that's really dangerous, isn't it? You Mm. just can churn through money like that. Those locals are so expensive as well. You
1: you go pick up some salmon, something else, something else, it's like, you know, 15 quid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: The other thing that I thought was a good one was to ditch the extras. And it said, perhaps you don't need a TV license and a Netflix account and a magazine subscription and something else. And actually, that's such a good point because there are a lot of businesses who very cleverly make something five quid a month or whatever it is a month. And actually, those little things add up. And I am married to the accountant who, when the golf's on, he'll upgrade our sky. When the golf's finished, he will downgrade our sky. And I remember my dad going, you what? You're getting rid of sky because the golf's finished. But actually, those, and he will always say, If you look after pennies, he looks after the pounds. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think that's, mm-hmm. that's quite a good point. And I kind of really respect that he. Think that yeah. Yeah.
1: the other thing that I refused to have was a credit card I think that was mm-hmm. so, I I a credit card well you know?
0: me and James have a joint credit card
2: which we use for like yeah. an emergency and for like card. Yeah. and yeah if there was an emergency I could use yeah. it but yeah I, I'm definitely I think
3: it all it's all such a way. slippery mm-hmm. slope mm-hmm. to
0: get I agree with you the only thing I would say is being married to an accountant again he would say you should put everything on a credit card because then you save interest on the money that's in your account and you build a credit but you have to pay it off at the end of every month I remember when I met him and I had a credit card that I had not paid off and the first thing he made me do was pay off the credit card but I, I know what you mean not everyone has that willpower but actually for cash flow purposes you absolutely shouldn't use a credit card I don't even a just, draft. I'm not prepared and to we a debt like I'm seriously same. not yeah, yeah I know debt is so easy mm-hmm. there's a good that. book on money called Rich Dad Poor Dad have you ever heard it? no just read it or buy it for your boyfriends it's a really good book okay it basically talks about you're like this that your property is not your biggest asset it's your biggest liability and Anyway, it's just a very interesting mm. I'm write that look out. on things, and I read it years ago, Jamesy made me read it, I gave it to my brothers, they already it's pretty really good, rich dad, poor dad. Let's talk about getting a job in fashion, it's where we work, but it's kind of up there when it comes to sort of dream careers, maybe careers that are on a pedestal aren't they, and, and lots of um, girls want to work in fashion, and it's pretty, well like most things these days, it's pretty competitive, and this piece was about how you get into fashion, What advice would you give to people um, who wanted to get into the fashion industry or
3: publishing? So, well, I thought there were just some really valuable takeaways from this. I mean, a lot of it's applicable to kind of any career, isn't it? It was like, you know, intern in every bit of the industry and try everything. And I I know I did that. I did loads of, like, PR internships and... Can't what else you know, other bits you know that ended up they give you a bigger picture, so you end up in different places. The one that I liked best was Charlotte Simone's Start Small. I think yeah. it's so true. I think you know, so many people come out of uni and they kind of have this vision, and I think perhaps it's a millennial trait as well that we all think, I'm going to do this and I want to work here, but actually, that's you can get so much more valuable experience when like, even compared to my friends in other industries who work at like big and just, firms, just to clarify
0: what you mean, start sorry. small, she means start in a smaller company yes. where you can add value, exactly. You know, so I have so many friends in different
3: industries who are kind of lost in their systems, and some Somewhere smaller, you're given so many more opportunities, yeah. and I think that's such valuable advice. Yeah, so I do, do
2: too. And actually, that's probably that's what both you and I yeah. did, and how we kind of got to where we are. And yeah, as you say, like in those small companies, you are literally doing everything. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. paying. You're Your wages basically. Yeah, you're so right.
0: It's funny because people come and intern here, and I think some of them who haven't interned before don't realize they're actually like learning actual skills that they can put on their CV. You know, they're learning how to use a content management system, and they're learning what affiliate marketing means, and they're learning how digital publishing business actually works. But yet they have this sort of dream of going and working at some big magazine where ultimately they'll just end up packing clothes all day Mm -hmm. or doing returns. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Someone once told me when I was interning, I did a lot of interning, you know, you're better off doing a week at like farmers' monthly than my Vogue because mm. I don't know if that's stuck in my head so so <laughs> clearly. You and it's true. Maybe it's like, not farmers
0: monthly, <laughs> you know, whatever it it was, <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, just Yes.
1: kind of get, get down and, get, and don't be afraid to, like yeah. get down in the nitty gritty and that mm-hmm. this quote here is like do you know, don't do
2: moan that is just the key yeah, yes. have a good attitude and just exactly. get on with anything be nice ask people if they want a cup of tea yeah. Yeah. make yourself known yeah. Like, yeah. the yeah. amount totally. of interns we have walk through the door who forget yeah. 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 it's so literally the ones and the who are so memorable. and the ones yeah. who you
0: remember like Danny like Eve who now have jobs yeah. here I mean they're mm. the interns that intern for us Maddie mm. yeah and we love them Louisa, yeah, well, I mean, and it only takes Harriet,
3: one person yeah. Yeah, so to many. give you that you, break. But so and also the bar, bar is so nice low, like just be friendly and yeah. make tea, and you know just be nice and chatty. Yeah. That's it.
0: Our bar is. And be so interested low. as well. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, ask questions. Yeah, yeah. Not too no great. one ever does. Not too <laughs> many. But um, I think the other point is if, try and do try and do lots of them. You know, try and get a taste in different things. I think everyone has this idea that they want this particular mm-hmm. job, but actually there are so many different elements the fashion worlds. Um, and there are a lot of girls who have this dream of becoming a writer, for example, and it is bloody difficult to get a job as a writer now as a journalist. And unless you are so good and so driven and you know, really prepared to graft and graft and graft and graft, I think there are other areas that can be mm. just as rewarding. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and also, I think to try and do kind of a month to me, that's like I think a week isn't enough to yeah. really learn and be valuable and make a mark on a business. People you don't want to go somewhere for six months where they take advantage. I'm horrified sometimes at the girls I meet who are like, "Oh, you know, I've been interning for half for six months or something at some shoe designer." I'm pretty sure it's illegal. Yeah, yeah it's illegal exactly, yeah. yeah, I think but it is actually now. No, no, to but I think people still months. do it. And
2: obviously, I mean, it's, it's not easy to intern, especially if you don't have parents that live in London and stuff. So you know, you've got to take that one opportunity you have and yeah. really run with it because yeah. they, it might be all. Last option, yeah, yeah. But then people <laughs> always
0: say, "Oh, it's so you know, it's such a middle class thing, and you have to have parents who can fund you." And I always defend that by saying, "I remember the first intern we ever had at Shedox, Vicky, lovely Vicky, and actually Harriet was the same. and Vicky used to work in a bar in the evenings. She'd intern for us, and then she'd leave and like rush the train to work in a bar. And I mean, she left us, went to Mad Weekly, then went to Arcadia, yeah. and she's <coughs> now got a great career. And oh, I think yeah. well, that's there I, didn't are ways I
2: was completely independent, and yeah, I did all those shitty jobs. I mm-hmm. took time out and then." became a receptionist at a child surveyor's company Did you? literally but i had my time like i knew i'm gonna go there for x amount of months i'm gonna save all my money and then i'm gonna go back and do internships and it worked out so yeah it does pay off in you, the end you've just got to be driven yeah and be quite realistic about it I think. yeah great
0: talking about careers inspiration we wrote a piece on this new platform I guess called Masterclass which I thought was quite interesting actually. And the whole premise is if you want to learn something new then why not learn it from a master? And whether it's cooking or fashion or sport, imagine having the best of the best as your personal tutor. That's what Masterclass does. And the site is basically redefining online courses and it gives you access to industry leaders for £100. I think it's a tutorial. £95 a class it says. And they're
1: like between two (coughs) and five hours long so it's quite a lot of content.
0: Oh I thought it was an hour. Well. Okay so time who's recording our podcast She doesn't want to be on the podcast (laughs) is just telling us exactly how it works because she's done it and she bought a course for £95 uh, for a filmmaking course which was six hours long but there are courses from Gordon Ramsay Diane von Furstenberg Serena Williams I think Kevin Spacey it's quite cool I think it's really cool cool. but it's not cheap you know you've got to really want to hear from that person I I
2: don't think it's that expensive I think for like people of this calibre yeah that's quite a I think it's a good amount. If it's six
0: hours, then I, I thought it was like an hour, and I was gonna say actually, I think that's quite steep. But anyway, I think it's really interesting. There's also Christina Aguilera, if you want to learn to sing, well, <laughs> she could teach me to sing in tune for 95 quid, and that would be a really good value. Um, like. James Patterson, Steve, Mar- Steve Martin, if you want to learn comedy, if you think he's funny, knock yourself out. Who would sell it to you? So if you were gonna part with 95 quid for a course from a kind of master, mm so to me I think it's all about that one person who's going to give me what I need It's, it's it, you've got to have that connection haven't you they've got to fill that gap what would do it for you
1: I I mean I, someone we mentioned in the copy Gordon Ramsay I would 100% pay money to listen to like a cook or a chef would you yeah definitely I, mean, I would be fascinated by that but that's more like a hobby than think, no well, like, that's a good reason yeah I think I would Yeah,
2: uh, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about this and I was like who would I choose and I was thinking of all these like amazing editors and people in the fashion industry and stuff but I don't know if I would pay money for that I think I'd go more down the hobby route and mm-hmm. I don't know, pay to
0: like an amazing life story of a musician or something like really? that I don't know I do think that I think for me it's about it is about people it is about people in the industry like, yeah, me too. Uh, Wint- and it's really it's really fiched me. but yeah it would yeah. have to be Anna Winter or Natalie Massonet yes. or Natalie Massonet would be
2: interesting yeah. I don't know how well, I'd I, people like, from Anna Winter, just her personality I don't know
0: what she'd like how she she have, that it she thinks makes a successful journalist publication mm-hmm. well, I think the benefit is people who
3: are slightly more their enigmas otherwise at, you know somebody so yeah. like, for example Alexandra Shaw Morgan interest me is I can listen to her desert Island Discs and read her book. Anna Wintour quite private about whatever it is, leadership style, how to get into the industry. Yes, how Alex to Shulman, you, whatever it may be. but
0: Anna Sturman hasn't. She's not at any point sat down and said, "This is what made very successful. If you are a publisher today, or you're starting your own publication, these are the elements that go together." Yeah. And but
3: I suppose the thing with this is you don't know that you would get that out of this
0: either, do you? No. I think it's really interesting, and I, I think it's worth a look. And there may well be someone that you go, "Yes, that person is worth the money." So let's talk about beauty for a bit, as we've got you here. Tour. um You wrote a piece on eight beauty swaps to make this summer because it's not just our wardrobes that need a change with the seasons. What to you are the products that you you really genuinely, I mean I know there's lots of theory, but what products do you consciously change yeah. yourself when it's hot summertime?
1: So the biggest thing for me um, in the summer is definitely your base, switch up a base. Um, I in the winter tend to wear quite a heavy foundation, but a tinted moisturiser, a BB cream, anything like that I think is Will make such a difference, and most of them have um, SPF as well, which is great. I um, use the Givenchy BB cream, um, which is not—it's not what you think it is. I think everyone thinks BB creams are really kind of thin and don't give much coverage, but this one is really good. Um, it's about thirty quid, but it does go a very long way. And I'm wearing it now. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it looks really mm. pretty.
1: It's got a bit—is it, yeah. it got a glow in it? Or it it does, does a little cool. bit. Yeah, yeah, it, it's really nice. But there are so many.
0: Out the Clarins one—I really rate that one as well. Don't and don't that Clarins is really good. good. I bought that at the airport once. It's really good. Um, by chance, and it's really nice. I am not a tinted
2: moisturiser beamy cream fan at all. I'm full coverage all the way. Mm. And yeah. That Clarins. Is that one really in the red amazing. bottle? My, uh,
1: that's the ageing the, the
2: one, but there's also like a It's white the same, same but it's yeah, ageing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it smells really good, and it's quite thin, but it does give it's you really good coverage, doesn't it? And I actually sometimes mix that one with my foundation. Do you like in just like in your hand?
0: Mm. The product that I keep banging about. So I'll be quick, but it's just that Origins. Um, the one that changes, yeah, yeah the that, yeah, tinted moisturiser. I just can't get. You got it on there. today? Yeah, it looks really good. It's really isn't nice, it? isn't it? Really. And I, and it's just so clever that it's one so shade. So clever. Yeah, I don't really get how that technology works, but anyway, um, it takes out all magic. the way of it ever looking orange or the wrong colour, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, surely? it's amazing. Anyone else? What changes do you make? I mean, base, yes, is
2: the obvious one. Moisturisers and oils. I, in the winter, I tend to use like a really deep, intense. Um, moisturiser once or twice a week, but in the summer, no, I just go with a regular. Do you? Because I, I just wake up greasy and gross. Yeah, I not even just wear much, just a bit of serum and no moisturiser. I don't really
0: wear moisturiser in the day. I always think well, well, you don't
2: need that, but you don't need both.
0: This yes. is more at night time when I go to bed. But you change it at night. Do you even in the summer, you wear something lighter at night? I always
2: use like the same one year round, but in the winter, when my skin's a bit drier, I always use a really intense one, maybe twice right. a week. Right. Um, but I just don't need, need to in the summer.
1: Okay. And also, on holiday, just now, I made a
2: real effort to look after
1: my hair, and it really does pay off. Really? Really pays yes. off. So I used like, um, it was a, a bedhead, like a bed bedhead spray that had a UV filter like all the time on the beach and by the pool and I use this Philip Kingsley swim cap I'm which I'm obsessed I, with that it's really, so good really. I put that on like in the morning on my dry hair like all over and then just like put it up in a bun and then when you swim stuff it just protects your hair and then you shower in the evening as and it just stops all the chlorine and the
2: salt getting into your hair. It's worth doing oh, that, isn't it? Absolutely. I've not, not done it. And it also
1: keeps your hair really slick back and it doesn't go
2: frizzy. Yeah, because my hair goes quite wild in the sea or in the pool, because I've got quite curly hair. And um, yeah, it just make- makes me feel much more confident throughout mm-hmm. the day. I can go to lunch. and Same. Mm. So you so just scrape it back? back. You yep. scrape it
3: back. Or it just goes into kind of like beachy waves. Mm. So. Okay. I really recommend that, Charlotte. Anything you do? Oh, only perfume, but I do, is that really obvious? Do you guys do that as well? No, I, wear I definitely the, do that. Yeah, again, but I wear really heavy masculine perfumes in the winter, I like a bright little summer fragrance. Yeah, quite
0: summer. Right. it's quite right. It's a bit much, isn't it? Someone's got yeah, a really yeah. strong fragrance on in the summer. I, mean, I think lip. Also. I think as well that the lip is you know an obvious one as well, mm-hmm. isn't it? ever you can wear, a fun lip colour in the summer, isn't it? Absolutely. On the beauty note, uh, you did a piece on how much beauty product you should use. I asked you to do this because I had a friend who worked for L'Oreal and she once said you need something like a walnut size. I can't remember what it was but it was a tiny amount of something like shampoo or whatever it was. I was like really? And so I thought it would be interesting to find out Mm. to put on paper what the right amounts were and um, just to put that into context said cleanser 50p sized amount exfoliating scrub almond size face mask 50p sized amounts. A few drops is plenty. Moisturiser I thought was interesting. Two peanuts worth. Nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. I mean, I go through my moisturiser so fast. Oh, and it actually makes you realise. And the
1: one I thought was, well, that everyone notoriously, like, over-applies is eye cream. It's so tempting just to, like, put the same amount of moisturiser. But your eye, this skin hair is so delicate. Mm. And if you do wake up with puffy eyes, it, could, it is often because you put too much eye cream on.
0: Or mm. we'll just don't bother with eye cream. Sorry, <laughs> I always on about this. But you someone must. said to me years ago, no, I disagree. I Someone said to me years ago, don't bother with eye cream. You don't need it. There's enough moisture within your eye socket and I have to say Amanda Harrington Slightly agreed. The product in the whole list that you say you should use the most of was conditioner, which was quite nice to hear, given that conditioner's fairly cheap. So it said that if you have long hair, you should aim for a golf-size ball amount. So that's quite a lot. I actually do that. Yeah, I do. do. Yeah. yeah. We do. We have
2: long quite a lot of hair. So. Yeah, I have
0: so much hair. My hair gets really dry as well.
3: I do. I never do anything on this list. And I actually <laughs> do well,
0: they get. go. But versus long hair, shampoo that needs a walnut-sized amount. Yeah, so I use equal part
3: shampoo conditioner. Oh,
0: nice. You've got yeah. up your conditioner. Anyway, some money-saving tips there in the form of how much beauty products you yeah, exactly. should be using. So that's it for this week. If you have any feedback, then do email podcast at And if you like that, then do please review us and rate us on iTunes. See you next week.